Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson, that's Nathan Fox. Together we're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. Um, Monet, Monet writes in saying, we really need scholarships for law school and then includes a link to a Reuter, uh, Reuters article. Reuters. Reuters, yeah. But yes, yeah, the headline of this article is ashamed, period, stressed, period, hopeless, period, how debt is weighing on young lawyers. No period on that. Okay. It's an odd, oddly punctuated headline. <laughs> it's about how young debt is making lawyers ashamed, stressed, and hopeless. What did Monet say? What was Monet's editorialization about this piece? We really need scholarships for law school. Hell yeah, we need scholarships for law school. The first paragraph of this story, this came, by the way, uh, this was on Reuters September 21st. Um, The first paragraph, student loan debt isn't just a financial burden. A new survey found it's also a source of embarrassment and shame for many young lawyers, particularly those with large loan balances. Interesting. Well, that's good if something feels shameful to people, then that means that they're realizing they shouldn't be in that situation. A survey of attorneys in their first decade of practice released Tuesday by the American Bar Association's Young Lawyers Division and Access Lex Institute sheds further light on law school borrowing and how loans impact lawyers' career and life decisions. The data, based on responses from 1,300 early career attorneys, indicates that the negative effects of student loans worsen among borrowers with debt loads of 200,000 or more, no shit, and that the impact of student loan debt varies by race. This is the most shameful part of this whole thing. Black borrowers, for instance, reported higher loan balances than did borrowers of other races. Wow. That is so just excruciatingly painful and wrong. Yeah. So basically law schools are accepting these applicants and requiring them to pay. Yeah. They're charging more to black and brown applicants. And they claim, and they're probably touting it in the name of diversity yeah, access and diversity, which are all good goals. I mean, good I'm not things. saying that yes, that's not a good it's, goal it's, to have. It, but people don't realize what's also happening simultaneously. They're then using that money from the federal government to finance richer, whiter students. Yeah, while per, while paying their professors hundreds of thousands of dollars and their administrators, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they're, you know, it's a nonprofit. Yeah. But you've got all of these, you know, people in thousand dollar suits, thousands of dollars suit, you know, just real fancy people driving Mercedes, making tons of money for this nonprofit while charging black and brown people more to go to their school so that they can give scholarships to richer, whiter applicants. Yep. <sighs> Skipping ahead here. <laughs> uh, 
The study follows a first of its kind. I'm not skipping ahead. I'm actually reading the whole thing. A study follows a first of its kind 2020 survey of ABA Young Lawyers Division members that found educational debt was prompting many young lawyers to delay or forego major life milestones, such as getting married, having children, or buying a home. <laughs> like, you can ruin your life. Ben, by going to law school. Yep. If you pay for it. You have one life to live, and now you're going to forego things that might be valuable to you. Some of these things may not be important to some people, of course, getting married, having children. Not everybody wants that. But if you do, you went to law school instead. You went to law school so that you could build a career, probably so that you could could support a family. (laughs) Yeah. And instead, now you have so much debt that you're just going, oh, boy, I can't afford to get married. I can't afford to have kids. I can't afford to buy a home. I thought I was going to be a lawyer, like doctors and lawyers. It's like a real perfect. I'm going to be a professional person, which means I'm going to be successful financially. And it's like, no, you're going to bury yourself under a quarter of a million dollars of debt. Yep. And you're going to ruin your financial future by paying for law school. And it's just, it's because law school is overpriced and it's because we have this fucked up system that gives too many scholarships to overly qualified applicants. You know, it's just, it's not a fair system. And that's why we continually harp on this idea that you shouldn't pay for law school. Like you should get a scholarship or just don't go. Um, about 90% of the latest survey respondents took out loans to fund their education with average debt of $108,000 for law school and $130,000 when combined with undergraduate loans. So here it's an average, Ben, of six figures of debt that people are coming out of law school with. More than 40% of respondents said that they had been unable to reduce their debt load since graduation with 27% reporting that their loan balance is higher now than it was when they graduated. About 80% of the respondents said their debt influenced their job or career choice in some way. So this is where all these well-meaning, you know, do-gooders who want to fight the good fight and they want to like work on behalf of the indigent and they want to work for civil rights, they want to work for immigrants they want to work for the environment and now they're looking at their debt and they're like well i can't afford to do that so i'm going to make a different choice yep (laughs) most bar quote most borrowers reported that salary factored more heavily into their job selection than anticipated (laughs) the report said Nearly a third of the sample indicated their position was less focused on public service or doing good than intended when they started law school. Should we just read this whole thing? This is crazy. Yeah. The survey traces worsening impacts of student loan debt based on how much people owe with high balance borrowers feeling the most pain. About 67% of all survey respondents reported feeling high or overwhelming stress over finances in general. That figure was 62% among borrowers who owe 100000 or less, nearly 83% among borrowers who owe upwards of $200,000, <laughs> which should be criminal. It's just like, it's just not even possible that you should 
owe that much money well, after here, here's some three years of law school. Here's some perspective too. I just looked up the median. This is in 2000. Well, it might've been updated in 2021, but the median bank out bank account balance in America. Any guess what it is? $6,500. Very close. $5,300. So these people owe 30 times, 40 times, 35 times the average bank account balance. The median bank. The the average bank account balance is $41,000. But of course, that includes ultra. Because rich people have all the money. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But most people are looking at, or at least the most common number is what? $5,300. Jeez Louise. And now you're putting yourself way below that among borrowers with a hundred thousand dollars or less in loans 37 percent said they were embarrassed and ashamed by their debt for borrowers worth more than two hundred thousand in loans that figure was 68 percent then it goes on to people saying that they were anxious and stressed depressed and hopeless please don't put yourself in this situation y'all you don't have to pay for law school you can go for free there's plentiful scholarships if you follow our advice and you will not have any of these feelings of anxiety, stress, embarrassment, shame, depression, depression <laughs> hopelessness. <laughs> over 40, uh, sorry, overall, 47% said that their law school education was worth the cost, but only 23% of borrowers who owe $200,000 agreed with that statement. It's not worth that much money. I mean, there's there's no return on investment. You're not going to make that much money back. On average, you're just not. The report, here we go. The report recommends that federal student loan programs be reformed to make repayment more manageable. What? Oh, and to make it easier for student loans to be discharged through bankruptcy. Again, I feel like they're just kicking the can down the road. They're like trying to solve the problem at the end of the road as opposed to at the beginning. Why the hell are these loans so easy to get? Because they're just financing law schools. Right. Yeah. What they should do is make it harder to get these loans. They should make it more related to how likely you are to succeed. Yeah. Pass the bar and get a job. Yeah. I mean... You know, and like making it easier for student loans to be discharged through bankruptcy, I feel like that should instead be the school has to pay you back. Well, especially since this money is coming from the federal government. That's just putting the, the burden on the taxpayer. <laughs> yeah. Why are we still facilitating this like money grab where the money goes from the U.S. Department of Education to the schools and then the students owe it, but then potentially never pay it back? Well, you, you said the U.S. Why? Department of Education. I would just say taxpayers. So basically, as a collective, right. as a large group of people, we're chipping in a bunch of money that is now going to law schools and then put on the backs of people who did not succeed in their law school, should not have been accepted in the first place. And um, what? What are we going to do now? Oh, we're saying, oh, okay, well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll lease that debt from you. Okay, so it just goes back to the taxpayer. Why, while these other folks are driving around in Mercedes, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That's the thing it, about it privatizing this, right? Because if you privatize it, private loan granters are going to be like, wait a sec, you want this money for what? Oh, 
I don't know how they'll figure it out, but they'll figure out ways to decide whether that, that makes sense. It goes on. The report apparently said that additionally, pre-law students should have access to improved consumer information and more awareness of the cost of attending law school and a fuller understanding of the legal job market. I mean, I feel like they already have access to whatever consumer information. And those 509 reports are very, very telling. That's what we base all of our shit on mm. is those 509s. Yeah. If you look at the 509s, it's like, hey, here's what the tuition is. But look at the scholarship matrix. Yeah. 80% of the people at your school aren't paying the full price. Or in some cases, 97% of the people at your school aren't paying the full price. Crazy. It's like the black and brown kids, they tend to be paying full price. But most people do get a scholarship of some sort and we're charging everybody something different. And then, (laughs) yeah, law school is wildly overpriced. Half of the problem is because they give so many scholarships. We want you to take advantage of this broken system. I mean, ultimately, we would like the system itself to change. But we have to live in the world as it exists. And the world as it exists just overcharges brutally. The people who pay full price are just not getting value for their money. They're financing other better qualified applicants. You're financing somebody else's law school education and you just don't have to do that. So what you need to do is you need to get the best LSAT score you can, apply early, apply broadly, and then just take the best full ride scholarship you you're offered. And if you listen to other episodes of the demon daily, you're going to hear lots of stories about people who have full ride scholarships. Yeah. I mean, we get emails every day from people who have full rides lined up. So you don't have to be part of this depressing, anxious, shameful story. Yeah. By just choosing not to pay tuition for law school. You you just, you shouldn't, it's not worth it. You're not getting value for your money. Anything else? No, Monet, thank you so much for sending that in. Um, If you haven't realized it yet, hopefully that article (laughs) um, put a light bulb in your head to realize, Hey, like I shouldn't be paying for law school. And if I do, I'm going to be depressed possibly. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.